0: now in most cases, turbulence only drops you a couple of feet down, even though it might feel as if you're falling from the top of the Empire State Building. Yeah, you better buckle up. If the turbulence is strong enough for pilots to ask flight attendants to sit down, the plane can go 10 to 20 feet down. The most extreme white knuckle turbulence is super rare, but it can make the plane drop 100 feet down. Right' cowboy Yeehaw! The average cruising altitude of most commercial airplanes is only 7% of the distance to space. Airplanes can trigger lightning, really. When an aircraft is flying through a cloud, the friction creates static electricity. It can cause a bolt of lightning. Luckily, it's not dangerous for modern planes. On average, lightning strikes every commercial jet at least once a year. Shocking. On airplanes, the captain sits in the left seat and the co-pilot in the right. The reasons for that are historical. One theory goes like this. The first European air forces were recruited from cavalry officers. They used to wear swords on their left side and mount horses from the left. This way they avoided getting their feet tangled. That's why, later, it was more familiar for them to board the plane from the left. Hopefully not while still mounted on their horses. Another theory involves trains. The first international air route connected London and Paris. And while performing this flight, pilots navigated by following the railroad. History has it that once, when the weather was especially bad, two planes collided because both of them were flying over the tracks. After that, it was agreed each aircraft would fly to one side of the railroad track, on the right. And the pilot had to sit on the left side closer to the oncoming airplane. It helped them to estimate the needed clearance. Alright, so who'd want to sit in the left seat if that's where the biggest danger is? Um, It doesn't say. By the way, these days, both seats have full control of the plane. And there are no regulations that would specify which seat the captain and the co-pilot should occupy. Maybe it's just rock-paper-scissors. As for helicopter pilots in command, they usually, but not always, sit on the right. Copters are more unstable than airplanes. That's why pilots prefer not to let go of the control stick. This stick controls the helicopter's direction and altitude. The control stick sits between the pilot's knees, and they use their right hand to hold onto it. The pilot's left hand moves the lever that changes the blade's pitch and presses other buttons on the central console. The fastest commercial airplane ever produced, the Concorde, could fly at almost twice the speed of sound. It held the record for the fastest transatlantic flight. It took this speedy jet three hours to get from New York's JFK to London's Heathrow. An extra seat behind the pilot and the co pilot in the cockpit is for flight attendants during takeoff and landing or for inspectors who monitor the flight. This seat is also called a jump seat, because when you get up from it, it folds up right away. Or in case of trouble, you can jump out first. Nah, not really. Modern planes have a special system that detects other aircraft, mountains, and different solid objects in their path. 10 miles away from another plane, and a voice starts to chant, Traffic! Traffic! 5 miles closer, and the same voice begins to give the pilot's directions. Turn right! Turn right. And after the pilots drink a lot of coffee, it chants, Bathroom, bathroom. Nah, I made that one up. Airplanes can safely operate with one engine, even during takeoff and landing. Both engines failing at the same time is almost unheard of. But even then, a plane wouldn't drop from the sky like a rock. Pilots would still have at least 20 minutes to find a suitable place to land. Voyager was the first plane to fly around the world without refueling or stopping. It happened in 1986. The flight continued for 9 days, 3 minutes, and 44 seconds. Bathroom! Bathroom! The average cruising altitude is 35,000 feet. But if our planet was as big as a globe, planes would fly just one-tenth of an inch off its surface. (laughs) Just imagine the legroom. Boeing 747 consists of more than 6 million parts, assembly required. Each of its engines weighs almost 9,000 pounds, two and a half times as heavy as the average car. Each one costs around 8 to 10 million dollars. Planes can land even if their wheels are broken or the landing gear is stuck. Then the pilots just skid the plane's belly down the tarmac. If everything's done correctly, such landings are quite safe. According to somebody. The first powered flight ever took place in North Carolina. Yay, Orville and Wilbur had the right stuff. Their gasoline-powered biplane, driven by propeller, was in the air for 12 seconds and covered the distance of 120 feet. And that's only half the distance of the wingspan of the largest passenger airliner these days. The Airbus A380 has wings that spread for more than 260 feet. A hard landing that makes your face turn white isn't necessarily the sign of an inexperienced pilot. In some conditions, a gentle touchdown is dangerous. For example, when the runway is wet, a plane has to touch down firmly. This way, it breaks the water surface and avoids hydroplaning. A hard touchdown is also necessary when the runway is too short, it improves the plane's braking capability. Mercury isn't allowed on planes. Even a tiny amount of this liquid metal can damage the aluminum aircraft bodies are made of. Mercury eagerly combines with aluminum. Then it harms the protective layer that prevents the metal from corrosion. By the way, Venus and Mars are prohibited too. The verdict is still out on Uranus. The co-pilot is as experienced and capable of flying a plane as the captain. It's a common situation when the captain flies the plane to its destination and the co-pilot drives it on the way back. Choosing a window seat, you get an opportunity to see how the airplane wings flex and flap. They're designed to move this way. If the wings were stiff, they would snap off once turbulence hit the plane. Well, That's comforting. Before takeoff and landing, flight attendants usually flip a small switch on the bathroom door. This prevents it from flying open when it's not supposed to. Good thing. With the same ease, a flight attendant can open the door when someone is inside. At night, pilots can't see other airplanes clearly and have to rely on electronics. To make it less confusing, every aircraft has a green light on its right wing and a red light on the left one. It helps other pilots to figure out which direction the plane's facing and where it's going and if you're gonna hit it. Airplane constructors make the cabin look more spacious by painting it white. Its special wall structure also reflects light, which visually expands the space. The illumination between the ceiling and overhead bins makes the ceiling look higher. All this helps people with claustrophobia to deal with being in an enclosed space for hours. When an airplane has a wider entrance and is bright inside, Passengers believe their meals taste better and their seats are wider. But the only thing that's different is their surroundings. Uh-huh. Limited amounts of oxygen on the plane affects passengers’ mood. This makes most people get overly emotional. About 41% of people admit to having cried while watching an in-flight movie. And 55% confess they feel more emotional when they're flying. Modern plane toilets are vacuum-powered. Yes, they officially suck. When you flush, negative air pressure outside pulls everything that's inside the bowl into a holding tank, usually in the tail of the plane. One flush uses around a half a gallon of water. The BD-BD-5 Micro holds the Guinness World Record for being the smallest and lightest jet aircraft. The plane can seat one person and weighs 10 times less than the average car. In the 1970s, when the plane was produced, it cost about $2,500. If you're a nervous flyer, pick a seat in the middle of the cabin if possible. Turbulence mostly affects the front and rear parts of the cabin. The middle section, which is over the wings, doesn't get shaken all that much. Bathroom, bathroom. The pressurized air in the passenger cabin is as dry as in the Sahara Desert. It has about 20% humidity. A humidifier could solve this problem by adding some moisture. But it would be an extra load and cost airlines tons of money. Plus, the aircraft body is mostly made of aluminum and other metals. Humid air might lead to corrosion. Pilots are tested every 6 to 8 months. They use flight simulators and practice all kinds of emergencies. After that, examiners assess them. Safety and technical tests and medical examination also take place regularly. The Boeing 747-8, one of the world's largest commercial airplanes, has enough electrical capacity to power almost half a million flat-screen TVs. And the first airline that offered its customers online check-in was Alaska Airlines. That happened in 1999. In the beginning, this system was available to a limited number of passengers and worked only for selected flights. And now, everyone who is flying has the same opportunity to lose their electronic boarding passes.